All right, welcome back, New River Valley. This is Mark Tapp with Keith Weltons. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. Yeah. And uh, great segment last uh, last segment, Keith. Yeah. Talking about why we should all drink more beer. Uh, well, that's <laughs> I don't recall it that way. But uh, yeah, if you'd like to read the study, it's up on our Facebook. Yeah, I've got a little bit of a little bit of information. We've talked about um, uh, the metaverse mm-hmm. on occasion. Yeah, uh, and uh, for those that are listening, do you want to kind of maybe enlighten them on? what the metaverse is yeah metaverse is a uh alternative reality of yourself working and playing and dressing and eating uh in uh like the computer with with goggles or whatever basically you have a another version of you that is going around if you watch 20 years ago the office there was an there was a uh, episode with dwight and Dwight was an alternative world, and and Dwight's character in the alternative world, he was a paper salesman. Yeah. (laughs) So he picked the same instead of like, most people go in, they're like, well, I'm a guitarist, or I'm a, yeah, yeah, I'm a tattoo king, or I'm a gymnast. Try to make themselves better. Correct. He went in and he created himself as the same thing. (laughs) And and then he got tired of 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 himself in there because he had no one in there so he created another character and the other character was an assistant to the regional manager of the paper place so that that he could have company so he created (laughs) both of his roles as a regular person and the assistant to the regional manager Uh, (laughs) i forgot about that that was crazy Dwight was amazing. That's crazy. Is it, would, and that's what you have to worry about is when you do log into that alternate uh, reality that you run into a guy like Dwight. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically like Dungeons and Dragons where you create, but you would create your world on paper and with die and little characters. And now you can go into the internet and you create yourself and you you go around and you wear goggles so that it's in a mm-hmm. 4d or whatever the term is virtual reality is 4d virtual 8d i, I don't know i don't know what the d's is. i don't know what the d's is but i don't it's know something if it's, uh, dimensional yeah, it's so you think it's beyond 3d well i know 4d uh television you have to wear that's H- hd right i don't know that's uh, high def yeah all right, now you're all four off track. You took us somewhere. Where but I, the metaverse, you were, at, yeah. you were speaking about the metaverse. So, and what you're talking about is sort of what most of us think about uh, when we think of the metaverse. Anybody mm-hmm. that does actually think about that, I uh, think, well, you know, either either you're probably, I'm going to stereotype here, someone younger than a millennial and you're geeked about it. Sure. Or someone older than a millennial and you're thinking, well, what the heck would I do that for? Right. Um, and so, unless you're Dwight. Correct. And so um, this article, which was uh, written by Felix uh, Nung, Mm. talks about Nokia and the use of the metaverse in an industrial manner. And the article points out that uh, 
probably uh, reaffirms the fact that most of us as individuals on a personal level don't find any real need to be part of the metaverse. Right. And so it's hard for us to kind of connect the dots. Why would that even exist? Why would Zuckerberg even be focusing on it? The article points out that um, the real use for the metaverse is going to be industrial. Lot, I agree with a that. A lot of collaborative I totally agree with that efforts. Part. So um, it's like Zoom for business, but now you're doing our teams for business, but now you're going to do do this. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of a sort of face to face or a conference type call. Now you can actually work. Correct. Like CAD. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So you can you can work on. So as an example, Nokia has two things going on, two projects going on right now. One is a collaborative beer brewing Hmm. effort okay uh so they've partnered with a university in australia Mm -hmm. who has partnered with a university in uh germany is this so it's a metaverse beer well it's so they call it a twin the the metaverse twin or the digital twin so each universe has a real beer Mm -hmm. that they're brewing outside of the metaverse okay and then they feed the data into the metaverse and and with that data they can manipulate things to make different nuances on that beer and then they can f- kick it back out into the real world and try it out in the real world mm-hmm. and uh, and it's just a way for these two breweries to collaborate with each other and share their experiences um, Nokia, uh, if you sort of are familiar with Nokia, they've been a manufacturer of consumer mobile devices for years. Mm -hmm. In the last year, they shifted their business, and now they um, are focused on delivering the the Internet. That's their focus. And so the metaverse is obviously a big part of that. Gotcha. The other collaborator that they're working with is Cessna, the airplane builder. And so a Cessna mechanic in Austin who's an expert can help – a Cessna mechanic or or an individual. Now there are some some legalities here because mm-hmm. you have to have licenses uh, to do certain things with aircraft. But um, they can collaborate with somebody in Tulsa, mm-hmm. and and they can actually they probably have a be, digital... be the other way around. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, you're right. So you'll tell everybody why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that Tulsa guy would be telling the Austin what to do. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, <laughs> They, they'll actually have a digital version of the Cessna. They can have a digital version of the engine uh, right down to the nuts and bolts and sure. specs and everything, and they can work on that together. Yeah. And this is kind of what the medical industry has done for a very long time anyway to learn how to to do complicated surgeries without actually having to, to uh, practice on a body that is required perfect surgery uh, in order for them to live. So this has been an, an ability that they can use glasses, robotics, stuff like this, and they can practice. And then when they they have the real thing, it's very, very, very real. Yeah, and the article goes on to say that they really don't think that there's going to be a significant uptake for consumer use of the metaverse until about 2030. Yeah. Uh, but it, I bet it's longer than that. I think you're right. I think it'll be maybe 10 years beyond that. Uh but what will happen is as industry uses the metaverse individuals will well the te- yeah so there'll be familiarity with Correct. people in the industries and the technology will advance so the big 
blocky mm. visual things that you put on your face. Those will get streamlined. They'll get right. cheaper. All of that stuff will advance to the point that people will start to say, well, maybe I could yeah, do It's that. not that bad. It's like the, the, the first adopters for electric vehicles were um, golfers because of the golf carts. <laughs> True, false? False. Okay. So I think it's uh, time in our show for your famous segment. Over beer. All right, you ready? I am. Okay, so Super Bowl ads. Yeah. Okay. This is this year. So last year, the number one ads that were on during the Super Bowl were cryptocurrencies. Okay. And exchanges. And we know what happened to them. So how many cryptocurrency or exchanges are on the Super Bowl ads this year? I'm going to say zero. That is the correct answer. Awesome. Yeah, you're doing well playing against yourself. So far, so good. Let's quit now. Yeah. Okay. So, for the last 30 years, Budweiser has had a exclusive for alcohol content during Super Bowl commercials. Yeah. Did you know that? I did. I actually did Since not know that. Yeah, it made sense, it makes sense now, but I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask. So, since you did know that, um, this year... The, the, the folks that will be putting commercials on are Heineken, Miller Lite, Crown Royal, uh, are some of the plant brands that are planning on running commercials. Yeah. Budweiser will also have a commercial, too. Right. Okay. Over the last... So this year, a 30-second ad is anywhere between 6 and $7 million depending on what the content of that ad is. Okay? Okay. So my question is this. Over the last 20 years, 20 years, in, in money, how much has Budweiser spent on Super Bowl ads over the last 20 years? Wow. And it's real dollars, not inflated for today. Yeah, so I'm just going to sort of, ooh, not inflated, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna be off. Well, and I'll give you Let's this. Say forty million. I'll give you this. the The most expensive commercial ever was last year. Mm-hmm. It was an, an a minute and a half commercial by Amazon, and they spent twenty two million okay. on it for Alexa so, for an Alexa commercial. Two hundred and fifty million. Five hundred and eight million dollars. Wow. Over half a billion dollars on commercials. So they're cutting back on that spend in order to be able to allow others in. Yeah, and, you know, I was actually thinking about this. Uh, I suspect that Budweiser, because other beer other mm. uh, beer alternatives are sort of leading the market right now, I suspect Correct. that Budweiser is, is just changing with the times. Correct. They're recognizing that... To continually blast the market with Correct. their old Budweiser brand is just not hurting go- them. Yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah, there's no do reference the, point anymore. Yeah, you got to have a reference point. Yeah. So here's the last thing: the top five producers of beer in the world will all have a commercial during the Super Bowl. Okay. What portion of the overall market do those five beer brewers in total have? Wow. Ah. Total beer production in, the, in, in, in in between the top five beer producers. 65%. 79%. I wasn't too far off. Yeah. just Well, I'll tell you this. 
it's a significant amount that you're off. It's about a third. <laughs> uh, but that being said, um, so you to your point about yeah, you know, by owning it, they're allowing others space to be able to be considered different. Yeah, if they now open themselves up so that everyone looks the same, I think it will actually take pressure off uh, Budweiser. So spending less is probably a good thing. And it's probably good for the other companies, too. This is all speculation. Sure. I don't know that we can come up with an answer, but um, I know for – I mean, I've watched Super Bowls in the past. I never felt like I needed to go get a Budweiser after watching it. It didn't impact my behavior Not at all. even like the Frogs? No. Or I mean, the Spud McKenzie's? No. no. Or I, the – I. And this goes back to the old I mean, everybody says this. Or the I veterans. I don't, I don't watch the Super Bowl for the game. I watch it for the, yeah. the commercials. Yeah, I love their commercials. I never cared to go out and drink their beer though. Mm. Uh and, and I and you know, if I was in a grocery store and I had Budweiser and Coors and Yingling, yeah. I wouldn't be thinking, Oh well, you know, I remember that frog the the frog commercial. I wouldn't mm. think about it. So let me ask you this. In the United States, do you think more people watch the State of the Union or more people watch the Super Bowl? Oh, way more watch the Super it's Bowl. It's not that much more anymore. So like the highest State of the Union ever was Bill Clinton, and he did $100 million. And Well, now, yeah. So if you're talking about it, like last night or the other night. Oh, last night was not. Yeah. No recent, one watched it. No one recent watched it. ones. Yeah. And I think, I think the reason is. You know, 30 years ago, you watched the State of the Union and maybe thought there was some truth in it. Yeah, there. but there was no commercials during it, you see. So there was no advertising spend because it's an hour of just talking. Yeah. So yeah. there's no ad spend there. But that same period of time, the Super Bowl was $120 million yeah. U.S. Last year, it was uh, – uh, the last three years it's trended, it's $100 million. So Super Bowl watchers have gone from $120 million to $100. And, and what's the State of the Union? It was about forty million yeah. last so, year. So my guess say, is it was less than forty million this year. When I say a lot more, watch the Super Bowl, and and it was the difference between a hundred million and forty million. Mm-hmm. And you said actually it wasn't that different at one but, point. But when I said that uh, uh, the major brewers owned sixty five percent of the market, and you mm-hmm. said seventy. 70, what did you say, 76? Yeah, but I'm talking about $100 million I said it wasn't that much. It was a third, you said it was a big difference. Th- yeah, it was a third difference. <laughs> no, but a difference between $100 million and $120 million, that's pretty close. Now it's $100 million watchers. But $100 million and $40 million. Right, but now it's $100 that's million in watchers of the Super Bowl, yeah. and at one point it was $100 million watching that. State of the Union. Yeah, and the other thing you have to remember is the number of television sets has actually gone down, so they can't. That I did not know. Yeah, so you you don't necessarily get a, a lot of why good. That would be, but. Correct. Yeah, a lot of good data on that. But uh, anyway, the, the expectation is that fewer people um, are, are are watching anyway. Are you going to watch the Super Bowl? Yeah, I always watch the Super Bowl. Did you watch the State of the Union? No, I did not. <laughs> all right, well, there you go. No, nah, I wanted to make sure I could go to bed and not be all jacked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> that was that was the reason I was like I just I just want to be able to go to bed and not be all wired up. Yeah. All right. So with that being said, everybody stick with us. We've got another segment you're listening to. AM Hotchpotch. I will sit right- 